Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. And welcome to episode 700. Bob and I picked this one specifically for this milestone because we talk about a bunch of amazing people that we love and admire. I mean, eventually we talk about some amazing people that we love and admire. First, we talk about cilantro. Enjoy. I know a lot of people who really hate the sound of people crunching ice. And I don't understand that. It's not really an offensive sound. Well, to me. I think if uh, there are certain things, it's like cilantro. Some people have that gene that makes cilantro taste like soap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just like that. Do you like you cilantro? Gene. Yeah. I do not like it cilantro. It doesn't taste like soap. It doesn't me. taste like soap to me, but it just doesn't taste good to me. It tastes metallic to me. Kind like of. metallic soap? Like soap for metal? <laughs> yeah, with the yelling zest, really. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I've never liked cilantro. I used to always um, have them take it off my meals, but then I started a series of meals where I just forgot. And so I had some cilantro on my food, and it was kind of like, this isn't so bad. So I kind of got used to it. I still won't order it on purpose, but I, I don't like it. So you won't order the cilantro smoothie? No, but is you will such order. a thing? Of course not. This should but be, though, because for some people who are really into cilantro, they would really like it. They could, and it could be soapy for other people. It's, <laughs> like washing your mouth out with mouthwash. soap. Mouthwash. It could yeah. be cilantro mouthwash. Because yeah. like, like Listerine tastes like crap. But it makes your mouth feel clean. Yeah. So my dad used to do that. Listerine all the time. That was the smell that would come off of my dad. Made me think maybe he was a day drinker. So I sent my daughter over to East End Market. I was working at Joybird, which is right down the street from East End Market. And I was like, I really need some beard oil. uh, Because I need something to soften it up and something for Uh, after I shave the parts that I do shave. You do. You use the beard oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It really helps. Um, It moisturizes the skin underneath because if you have a longer beard, it'll suck all the moisture away from your skin. And there's a guy in town that makes great stuff. He makes it himself. His name is Kelly Brat, and it's Brat's Beard Oil. And they sell it at East End Market upstairs. And I go, doesn't, I mean, everything he makes is good. So it doesn't matter which one you get, just get one. So I kind of trust her to get it. And she gets the one and it's still delightful, but it's definitely the one I would have picked last out of all of them. Because it's cinnamon vanilla. Oh. So I smell like Christmas cookies all the time. I smell like dessert. Why is that bad? Because uh, it makes me hungry for dessert. Yeah, I get constantly. that. But then you guess what? Other people smell you and they're like, mmm. I mean, I mean, I get that either my, way. My, okay. <laughs> From my Greek right. heat. Fair enough. Fair like, enough. if you double it up, if you have the Greek heat being emitted, as well as the cinnamon vanilla. Wow. It's like in the oven is yeah. what it is. <laughs> I mean, irresistible. <laughs> here's, here's how I take it, though. Your daughter picked that. Yeah. Probably meaning that they she would kind of like to smell that on your beard. Well, it also had a sale tag on it, like it was oh. <laughs> discounted. So I think she knows me that well as well. Okay. So it's still she knows right. me. Okay, yeah. a little discount for daddy. That works. <laughs> I love it. I um, Heather Leonardi. I don't know if you know Heather. You, probably, you oh, do yeah. know Heather, of yeah. course. You would have probably. Um, she used to be in the beard wax and beard oil business, and I bought a little bit from her. And, and I liked it. I liked it because it had just a nice little scent. You know, when you put it on your beard, that made me wonder what kind of scent was coming off my beard before I put that stuff on. Sure. Uh, but also had the wax, so if they wanted to style your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried that a couple actually, of times. You could pull off a handlebar. A little mustachio. Yeah. I think you have to call it that when you start styling it that <laughs> you way. You have to call it that. <laughs> I'd like to. I, okay, you get to if you want to, but there's no obligation. Great. Uh, I always thought, like Evan Miga, right? He, he made his mustache his brand. Yeah. 
He, I mean, twists the sides up, and then all of a sudden, with his design genius, yep. he's got the mustache with the lightning bolt coming out of it. And it was like he turned it into something even cooler than it was. So I, I kind of appreciate that. Did I tell you that Christy Mika is working at Give Kid the World now? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was, uh, for those who don't know Christy Miga, uh, this is a brilliant artistic soul, also an incredible teacher, experiential mm -hmm. teacher, who took all of her classes on the most incredible adventures uh, in their imaginations as well as in the world and in the classroom. And uh, then she became a school administrator, a vice principal, which I did not see as the role for her. And I don't think she saw it for her either. I mean, she had earned the right to advance in the school, but sure. the role itself was not was not the kind of access to kids that she wanted. She was doing a lot of discipline and stuff like that. And then I th think it was through Evan doing some work for Give Kids the World because he was doing some amazing design work for them. And uh, Ian Cole is over there yes, too. Yes, and, yeah. and <laughs> Evan and Ian, I mean, the, those two brains together, yeah. that's an amazing something. Uh, but add Christy to the mix, and you got the heart and soul that you need for pretty much any yeah. pro creative project that you want. So now she's doing something there specifically related to the kids and experiences uh, at Give Kids the World, and I thought... That is perfect for and everybody. Give Kids the World is an amazing organization. Um, it allows families of kids who have uh, some sort of special needs, terminal or illness, some sort of terminal illness, yes, to, to to come in, and it's almost a theme park unto itself. Yeah, it is. Down I, my in, friend uh, Kissimmee, right? Yes, my friend yeah. Greg Gibson uh, was one of the co-designers of uh, this incredible place, and it is. It's a little mini theme park that's completely geared towards kids with other abilities right and so so nobody feels out of place nobody feels put upon or looked at in a weird way they have fun things like breakfast uh for dinner i'm sorry uh, ice cream for breakfast not breakfast for dinner i like that um, everybody does yeah but but so it's ice cream for breakfast because the point is this these kids are having really hard lives, and this place is designed to give them some, some joy, some limitless joy, right? It was started by Henry Landworth, who was a local hotelier, and it's run by his uh, former wife, Pam Landsworth, who is also a fantastic human, really did some really cool stuff. Hey gang, it's Bob. I love when Nick and I get to talk about the good and brilliant people in our lives. Christy and Evan Miga and Ian Cole are three amazing creators. Pam and Henry Landworth are world-class philanthropists, all of them good and kind humans. Nick and I are super grateful to be able to shine a light on the good and cool things they do. That does it for this episode of Your Daily Dose. Thanks for listening.